Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm going to start talking about the intro video, even though no one's ever going to see it unless they go to my Instagram and view it because I'm too lazy to do the video feed right now. But yeah, this is Lucretia Lyon, guys. Fun fact about uh, some of the stuff in this little intro video. Herman Rorschach was a toddy. You know, that's the reason I put his picture at the end there. It's like, talk about Brad Pitt. I would see some some stuff in those uh, ink blots about that's, him. That's what Rorschach looks like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that Brad Pitt looking fellow towards the yeah, end. Yeah, the hot, mm-hmm. the hot, uh, mature male. Oh yeah, I'm in. I, I know. Would, I would be like, he'd be like, "What ink blots do you see?" I'm like, "Whatever ones get me to come back, baby." <laughs> it's like whatever you want me to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of it. I see our future together. <laughs> All right. See, you know just how to talk to a man. Um, so so what is your name and what do you do, sir? My name is Josh Florig and I am a stand-up comedian based out of L.A. I also eat a lot of cheeseburgers. What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> My sign? Uh, Colby Jack. <laughs> I was unaware of that horoscope. but um, I'm a yeah. Capricorn, which <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It's just like, I, I always say that jokingly. And I do have a friend who is like a legit astrologer. I'm not going to shit on all of it. But like 90% of the women I've met and of all different ages, like that's what they really focus on and rule their life by. And I'm just like, but like, it doesn't. It's like when you were born. I mean, this is what's wrong. You don't have ownership and you don't have uh, like agency in your own life if you just follow the signs, man. And uh, and not like the the Tesla signs, the band. Uh, yeah, not the, the band the company. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it Tesla that did the song signs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> signs, signs everywhere. It's everywhere signs. Fucking up the scenery, make my mind. <laughs> yeah. Written by Elon Musk, everybody. Written by yep. Elon Musk. Facts. <laughs> but um, oh god, we were we were talking before we got on mic here about like what we've been doing during the pandemic, and I thought I'd share a funny story a little bit. But before I do, anything new with you, Josh, that you want to share? Uh, I've been I've been working out, so probably going to start an OnlyFans here real soon. That's all right. That's where I'm at. I'm about seven pounds from just, you know, letting old guys pay a monthly subscription to see my pasty white body in oddly sexual positions. And then also climbing trees. I've really mapped out what my OnlyFans is going to be. It's going to be 50 50 sex stuff and then climbing trees in my neighborhood of see, Los Angeles. At least it's got some integrity because that's the yeah. thing. Is like, well, it, I'll. It, it has something for everybody. If you're like, I don't want to watch a 34-year-old man who looks like a 19-year-old boy who's never seen the sun naked, but I'd love to see that climb a tree. 
you're still it. 50% of the videos. Well, you know, and, and that's sort of the thing is you got to give a little something for everybody, especially when, when you're charging, like, what is it with OnlyFans, like a monthly subscription yeah, like or something? I love that. It, it's not like I haven't looked into this as we all have. It's like, hmm, we all how much? <laughs> it's like, okay, but, but how naked do I have to get? And technically, because I was like, it's, it's not technically porn it's just suggested that if you want to make money you better be naked like you know how what i got into started it. you know how only fans started it started just to combat cameo <laughs> it started as <laughs> and a then it thing. just immediately went to porn it like started all as a thing things. for like regular celebrities yeah. like comedians like me and you or musicians and then they were like Sure, like that's what John Mayer, yeah, fans. John Mayer yeah. could be like, "Hey, do you want to see what it takes to write a song? Subscribe to my OnlyFans, and I'll show you how I recorded my album." And then uh, people were like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna start beating off on camera." <laughs> <laughs> people were like, "Screw watching musicians write music. I want to watch uh, people who are my friends who are laid off jerk off on camera." <laughs> Well, see, this is what I love about our society is that's what we do to everything. Because yeah. let's face it, the internet is all just essentially porn. All social media is porn. Tinder, any of dating apps, porn. OnlyFans, yeah, it, it 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 can only go no other way. Yeah. How much how much do you think the sex toy industry has has thrived in this pandemic? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say that they were probably the number one industry besides the toilet paper one, because as we saw, I mean, those were literally coming off the shelves. But yeah, like distant, you know, second uh, is definitely the sex toy industry. Things you can put inside yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, around here in Texas, there's all these signs that say, like, stop vegetable abuse. It's been a thing for years for one of the sex shops. Like, uh, I think it's Sarah's Secret, but um, could could be any of them. There's so many. But it's funny because it's like, yeah, you know, zucchini sales were up. Cucumbers, <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm just going to the, the dirty place here. But yeah. we opened it up. But, you know, on a lighter note, my brother had sent a OnlyFans type joke earlier. He was like, I'm going to open up a tanning parlor called Only Tans. And 30% off the profits go to a membership to fight skin cancer, the SPF 30 fund. <laughs> so, you know, he, he likes to give back. You know, this is a solid business idea. If this was Shark really Tank, is. I'm investing. You know, you guys we, are in Texas. Get, get cubes on the phone. <laughs> yeah, because I did used to watch his kids at Equinox, and I know his brother. He's the one who talked me out of going to uh, law school. Um, Brian <laughs> Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, Brian Cuban was like, "Don't go to law school." It's just yeah, because he was a lawyer, and he, you know, got he, he's written a lot of books. Like he does motivation. He had a real serious telling this a lovely story, and it starts breaking up there. But there you. But there we go. Brian Cuban. All right. So the Cubans are listening. That's what it is. They were like, no, you're not talking about cubes in Texas. They were like, no, I, I guess not. But um, speaking of brothers, that was my little brother who will always, uh, you know, is there with the quips. A lot of the jokes I write are things he said and it's too big of a puss to put on Twitter because he has a normal job. Oh, Which yeah. is still the most shocking thing about us is like we don't have a criminal record, and he's the one who can stay employed. <laughs> My sister but just became we, a doctor, so I know all about whoa. having a relative. It was good that like she graduated medical school because now I never have to make my mom proud. 
me yep, and my brother. Like, she already we're did. Off the, yeah, we're off the hook. What, what am I going to do? Go to space? That's the only way. Well, if you had a billionaire, you know, budget, you could go to space. I know everyone talks shit about this, but I think it's hilariously adorable and exactly what I hoped for in the future is that all the world's billionaires would just be fighting to go to space like children. Like, I get we've got a lot of problems, like, obviously, but at least this is sort of an escape for, for them and for us. Because it reminds me of every comic book, every, like, you know, Simpsons episode. Like, this is what I expected for the future. And at least one thing could seem like normal. Ain't this how we got Dr. Doom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he couldn't go up with the Fantastic Four. And he's like, fine, I'll go up on my own. And, yeah. then, and then he turned into a supervillain. One of them for sure got powers. And we'll see about it soon. Yeah. Uh, we can we can only hope it's like Richard Branson. Yeah, he, he to me, him and Elon Musk, because uh, Elon, you know, I, I'm I'm not gonna shit on him. I actually find him infinitely entertaining. But you know, he's a little off. He's got, as he said, a high high functioning autism, I believe, like Asperger syndrome. But with Richard Branson, you're like, nah, that's just the guy you want to party with. That like, is, and and where is Cuban's rocket? Like you know, or Jerry Jones? Like maybe Ooh. we do a Texas sports one. That would be cool. It has all the logos on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, because the stars and the Mavs like share a lot of stuff, uh, but not the Cowboys Jerry doesn't share. So it'd really no. have to be like a Tom Gallardi, but you know he's Canadian, um, and no one knows who that is. They've all stopped listening because I mentioned uh, something about hockey. Um <laughs> Did I ever tell you this crazy story I heard from a guy who helped build um, AT and T Stadium about Jerry Jones? No, but I used to work there um, for oh, Jerry, technically. So, so I can't wait to hear it. And have you have you heard about his marble countertops in his suite? Oh yes. Um, yeah, he. Uh, so he wanted these specific marble countertops from a specific marble maker in Italy, and the guy's like, "I'm backed up for three years," and he's like, "I will pay whatever." And the guy's like, "We're the most expensive marble company. Money is not the issue." <laughs> and then Jerry was like, "Fine, go to hell," and he bought the company put his countertops in, rushed himself to the front, and then sold the company for a profit, paying for the countertops. Yeah, and the one of the elevators is also marble. So, like, one of the things when you work for Jerry in Jerry World, as we always called it until we legally had to call it AT&T Stadium. <laughs> the love of God, call it AT&T Stadium. They paid a billion dollars for it. If you're on the promotion team for the Dallas Cowboys, they say that. <laughs> and if you ever bring a rolling bag in that elevator, you are immediately fired because that is a Marvel fucking elevator. So yes, I know about the Marvels. Yeah. You know? told me he's like, he's like, yeah, I was an installer. And Jerry was like, you have to get me this. And I'm like, we can't. And he's like, I'll pay whatever. And they're like, we can't. And he's like, then buy the company. It's like Jerry gets what Jerry wants. It's yeah. the coolest billionaire thing. And you know what? Here's the deal. People are like, oh, he could stop world hunger. But part of you kind of has to admire it. Like, no matter how like liberal or how much you want to help people, you're like, it is kind of cool that he was like, no, I'm gonna just buy the company. Yeah, like and, and I'm all for like, feeding feeding poor people and like he fed equal. me every game. So yeah. like he did feed the hungry guys. <laughs> like we had a big promotions team. He fed us all. He feeds everybody in that stadium who works in there. Like you know what? and on cool, Thanksgiving, dude. we had a full on Thanksgiving feast. Like, you know, and for all what people want to say about Jerry is he does take care of his people. He is a loyal guy. And like he controls everything in there. And for you want to think about that, that's pretty fantastic. Cause 
I remember, and I'm not going to say the client, but there was a pr promotion and we were there to do it because we did the in-game like games with people like yeah. you pull them up and, and just so you guys know, uh, well, no, I'll probably be slapped um, or murdered for saying something. But yeah. So yeah, we controlled a little bit of that, but Jerry looks at everything and he's like, I don't like the way that looks. We're not doing that promo. We're going to lose like $20,000 or whatever it was because of the sponsor. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't like the way it looks. We're not doing it this game. That's and cool, it was though. like, Jerry says, no, nix it. And it That's was like, yeah. He wants to keep some fan integrity. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like, mean, they're never going to win the Super Bowl, but that's cool. I know. My brother, like, he goes into it all the time about how we could never win a Super Bowl with Jerry. But we argue about, like, my respect of Jerry and working for him, like, and all that all the time. But it's like, yeah, his control is probably what keeps us from getting certain things. But, you know, we, we could do it. I, I, you know, we got to keep the hope alive. Yeah. I mean, teams have done it who have worse owners, so it could happen. Yeah. Dak, I mean, Pres what? Dak Prescott could come back from the surgery and be be a new man. You know, and you couldn't even say it without laughing. No. Like, yeah, I mean, Come no. from a place where Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. You're the, a Vikings fan. You've the had it way worse. The guy who's good for four out of six games, he won't tell you which two he's bad at, but it'll show <laughs> up. Oh, and, and I kind of hoped because I was like, we're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers, but he's not going to come to Dallas. He's going to but, Denver. He's he's given them. He yesterday he gave them a timetable. He was yeah. like, I want to go to Denver. You have this much time to buy me from Green Bay. And I get it because Denver is a much better city to live in. No offense to everywhere else, but yeah, let's it's face it, fucking cool. Denver's yeah. awesome. It's beautiful, you know, all the legal weed, like er everything is great about that. So I get wanting to go there. But wouldn't it have been funny if he went to the Vikings too, just like Brett Favre? Just like that was what I wanted. And I was every, like, I know every, you would every Minnesota yeah. sports report says it. Like, yeah. like, even though Aaron Rodgers has publicly said, I'm only probably going to Denver. Every Viking sports reporter is like, we are next in line. <laughs> like, <laughs> we believe, regardless of anything. That if he's not going to Denver, he's for sure coming to Minnesota, even though he has pretty much said, I am not. Yeah, I know. And that's why at least Dallas was a dynasty. And we, we've won in all major sports except baseball, which that doesn't matter, but we'll get to that later. Um, but Minnesota, you, you guys are just a little engine that could. We haven't, won. we haven't won. We haven't won. Actually, we are a dynasty. It's pretty rude of you because our mm -hmm. WNBA Minnesota Lynx have won, I think, four out of the last six years, WNBA championships. No one cares about the WNBA. <laughs> when I lived there, I went to, like, game three of the finals, and I paid $40 to sit four rows above the court. <laughs> well, to be seat. fair, I did pay $40 to see an Arizona Coyotes game glass seats um, in Phoenix, so... <laughs> I did like, as well. Uh, hockey, hockey matters to some of us, but I, yeah. I've told you that story. Yeah. Mike Madano, Mike Madano dedicated a shot to me and missed it. Oh, Mike Madano, the greatest American hockey player. Patrick Kane can suck it. <laughs> I hate Patrick Kane. So you know what? 
Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, I could talk about Mike Madonna all day, and it'll probably come up again later, but I forgot to tell the funny story that happened over the weekend about the guy, uh, the son of the guy who did the music, which is my half-brother, not the brother uh, with the only tans joke, <laughs> but he you know, likes to score things. So he, he did the music for the lovely intro video we showed like 15 minutes ago, but, or you heard 15 minutes ago, cause you'll never see this video. <laughs> but so he has uh, two kids cause he's uh, in some ways a normal, more normal functioning human being uh, than, than me and my little brother, but they wanted to ride with us. And I was driving my mother's brand new car cause I had to drop her off at the airport. And so I'm already a little like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Cause I just know, who I am and my history with cars. And then, it, but, and then it's like, Oh no, like I'll, I'm like, yeah, the, look at the kids in the car. They're like eight and 12. Like, okay. you know, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. Everything's going great. We're almost to the exit to get to um, the Thai place we're going to. And then um, one of them is just like, my nose is bleeding. And then my brother is in the car and he's like, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Like, cause he's freaking out because we know our mom and we know she's going to murder us. Like, luckily, our older brother, he's, you know, got a different mom. But yeah, so he, he's not involved. And he was like, hey, they're your problem now when they wanted to ride with us. But yeah, he's like, hold it in, hold it in. We're almost there. And then it's like, I know because his his dad or half brother had gotten nosebleeds like all his life. It's like, oh my God, this is, this is a disaster. Of all the things that could happen in this little bit of window of us driving to yeah. the restaurant, wasn't even that far. But it's like, nope. And his nose is just gushing blood. Luckily, we get to the park really quick, far out. And it's like blood. He's just coming out of the car. Like, and and luckily, she has leatherette seats. So it's like, uh, okay, it just wiped we're getting off. it yeah. up. Like, it wasn't so bad. But it was like all on the side. And it's just uh. pretty bright blue color. And it's like, oh, no. And I'm like laughing because it's like, yep, this is like a rom-com. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what happens in our life. Like, stupid shit like this that couldn't happen. Like, you couldn't have written this in a, in a movie. Like, it was just so ridiculous. And even my little brother's like, okay, we'll get there. We'll just tell um, our other brother that we punched him in the face. <laughs> like, and then he's sweet. So he's like, they didn't do anything to me. <laughs> And I'm like, you leave me alone five minutes with the kid. I broke him. Like, he's, he's just gushing have- blood. <laughs> like. It really sets the pace, though, because then you're like, never leave me alone with the kid. I'm, I'm really good with kids. They don't normally gush blood. Like, I, I used to babysit a lot. As I say, like, I used to have uh, Mark Cuban's kids at Equinox and a lot of other Dallas athletes. Like, I'm good with kids. Like, I don't normally break them, but it was just really funny because it was a brand new car. I'm already like, oh, my God, I'm going to fuck this up. I know it. Like, <laughs> you know what? That's how I am with kids. I like to I like to fight kids. You like to fight kids? <laughs> By that I mean like like I'm the I'm the tap in like uncle wrestle guy. So like anytime any of my friends are like out of town for work, like I'll just go like wrestle their kids. Which is good because boys need rough and tumble. Play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah, girlfriend, luckily they have two boys. Like- my girlfriend's a nanny, and um, the husband went out of town for three weeks for work, and they paid me a hundred dollars to come over for a couple hours, and just give him guy time. <laughs> which was guy like time, you crack up at a root beer, watch some pro wrestling. Yeah, like- which was like, I don't know. I was like, 
it's cool because I'm cool, but like it's bad parenting. I've met yeah. this kid twice. How much do you trust me to know when he's going to start crying? And how old is he? Four. Four. Oh, okay. Four year olds yeah. cry for like a second. Like you yeah, drop. I was they, like, that's they, not a big cry. Baby. They flip off the bed and they're like, ah! <laughs> all right, let's go again. Oh, kids, uh, you know, they're fun. Um, I don't really understand so much of why our generation hates children and doesn't want them. But let's face it, most of them shouldn't be parents. So so yeah. it's probably a good thing overall. And we'll have less people and less for the world to take care of. So we don't have a big snack one day. <laughs> that is true. It's a Marvel I, movie reference. Um, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the new Marvel movie? Have you seen Black Widow? <laughs> No, I like it's one of those things that I could have gone to a theater like most of the time, but it's like once you get out of the habit and then you're like, I could watch Wonder Woman on my TV. Uh, I don't have to get out. I don't have to put on pants or anything. You know, I think I'm just going to stay home. And I isn't Black Widow on Disney Plus, too. But yeah, you can yeah. order it for like 25 bucks or something. I've liked all the yeah, Disney Plus shows, all the WandaVision and Loki and Winter Soldier and Falcon and I know. I've only seen WandaVision and it was good. And I know I've like been meaning to watch Loki and Winter Soldier because I love me some Bucky Barnes and that booty. But um, <sighs> and, and then the dog's name is Loki. So obviously we're fans. Yes. But, uh, you know, it's hard when, when they have a Law & Order SVU mar <laughs> marathon on all the time and then you just in it. <laughs> There's never not a Law & Order SVU marathon. Yeah, that's why it was great for like years not having cable. But then immediately when you go back and, and I have like AT&T TV, which it's like just like a stream cable. It's really weird, but it works. It was one of the only options to get hockey where I'm at. <laughs> so, but yeah, it makes me stumble upon SVU. And, and that was me. I was like, you could have watched it on Netflix and Hulu for the longest time. And I kind of would, like, if I wanted to go to, like, one of my favorite episodes, which I know, guys, makes yeah. you seem like a horrible person. But I do a psychology podcast. That's what my degree's in. You know I'm fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah. but that's what happens. It's like, but I'm like, you know what a weirdo it is when you're like, oh, let me go look up an SVU episode. But if you just stumble upon it and then get lost in it, you're somehow slightly better. Yeah, you're a better person than being like, let me look up this one because I like how this person is raped and tortured. <laughs> Remember on my old podcast, Mrs. Brightside, where I yeah. had a game called NFL or SVU? This is how I come up with it. Is I Remember love when I got yeah. every question wrong? <laughs> I know. And that's what it really says about the game. Like, it really was a hard game because, like, the plots of SVU episodes are very much like TMZ Sports now. Yeah. Uh, athletes are creep bags. Shout out to uh, Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I really had the wrong reaction to that news at first. I was just like, no wonder I thought he was hot. Like, <laughs> yep, that, that says something about me. It's just it like uh, Army Hammer where I'm like, I never understood why I was so attracted to Army Hammer because he's so like not what I'm normally into. And then when that stuff started coming out about him, like being into cannibalism and weird shit, and I'm like, well, that tracks. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're like, yep. uh, actually, said this, yep. I started playing. You're like, I didn't know who Trevor Bauer was. Tell now. Now I follow him. 
No, I don't do that. Like you're like, I bought you know. a jersey this week. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if I was like that? And then I'm like, what would you do with the jersey? And then this becomes a whole nother podcast, like where I need to sit on the couch. Like <laughs> I have a friend who um Trevor Bauer is an emotional baseball player, also emotional in the bedroom. We all learned very violent. <laughs> <laughs> He's an emotional baseball player, and he came out with a shirt that says legalize emotions. And has a baseball diamond on, and it was really cool. I have a buddy who bought the shirt, got the shirt in them. It was like three weeks for it to ship, you know, because athletes don't know how to put out merch. Got the shirt the day before he got kicked out of the. Oh my god! He was like, "Check out the shirt, Bauer shirt." I'm like, "Sweet." And the next day, I was like, "Fuck that, Trevor Power." (laughs) And he's like, "He's like, what happened?" He cooled it. He's like, "Oh no!" He's like, "I paid twenty five dollars for this. Now I can never wear it." Would it be wrong to buy this? <laughs> it just has legalized emotions too, and I has know. a baseball diamond on it. So, like, there's you would have to explain it with a Trevor Bauer shirt. Yeah, like I mean, and on his website, like it's like thirty two sixty nine. Um. <laughs> That's to cover Again, the I have you. the wrong reaction to things, guys. Like, like, the, hmm. This is all to pay for his lawyer. Does it just say that? Is he like, I'm in a little bit of trouble and I need a legal team? Yeah, and uh, but you can get some knockoff, like, you know, scalper versions of it, like much for much less money. And oh, they yeah. probably don't go to his legal fund, guys. So so I don't know here. I'm I'm left with an ethical dilemma mm. because I find this very funny, the whole shirt nonsense, not what he actually did. Um, because it's okay if you consent to those things, like yes. you know, what happens between we, two adults, but if we've you all, did we've not, all... yeah. <laughs> We've all had rough sex, and uh, when I was like, tr- when I read the the headline, it was like Trevor Bauer is in trouble for rough sex, and I'm like, I've had tons of rough sex where I've slapped people and choked people, and then I read it, and I'm like, oh, there's certain things in here that's like that's where the line is. I can see, yeah. I can see where he went wrong. No one, yeah, not should- having a contract, like in yeah, movie. you um, know what? Here's the deal: no one should uh, leave sex with a black eye unless it was an accident. <laughs> Unless they ask for it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're like, mm. but you've got to, this is why contracts are key guys. You know, yeah, you got to lay that out. And it's just, it's just the way that things have to be in those situations. Like, you know what, in uh, the words of Kobe Bryant, uh, everybody should have people sign contracts like Shaq did, which, uh, <laughs> which is probably the shittiest thing a player ever did to a teammate. When Kobe Bryant came out after his gigantic allegation and he was like, well, Shaq does it too. He just has <laughs> contracts and you're like what the fuck dude yeah it's like you're uh, not allowed to throw yep. Shaq under the bus the whole contract thing is so he doesn't get thrown under the bus yeah bro, talk about breaking the bro code but we it won't is breaking ill of the dead here but dude like that cool I know I shouldn't say mean things about uh, Kobe in LA <laughs> someone's gonna <laughs> knock on my door and be like you have to die now Oh, my God. Long before, um, you know, the tragedy of last year, like, is there was, like, going to rename a street Kobe Avenue. And God forbid I made a joke about, hey, ladies, stay off that street. A, fan, a female fan got very angry about that. It's like, look, that's in the zeitgeist. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to joke about that. It's weird when women were defending it. But, but again, I mean, what was I just – I wasn't defending Trevor Bauer. I was just – uh, you know, saying my piece about the shirt. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're only defending, it makes me laugh. <laughs> we're only defending the shirt, you guys. Well, and Trevor again. Bauer should never get to play again. And this is what uh, the city of Los Angeles and the Dodgers get for being like the Yankees and spending too much money on players. Uh, some of them have to go away to jail. Yeah, you know, all this salary cap nonsense that they talk about in the NHL. It's like MLB, like, never having one is, is why baseball sucks. Um, yeah, that's why yeah. the NHL is, like, so even. It's because they have a cap. Yeah, which apparently, like, people allege. And did you, speaking of shirts uh, that <laughs> players sell, oh, God, let me pull it up just so I don't get it wrong here. But uh, since since we're, like, going way off base, and the one of the many things I wanted to talk to you about was my birthday buddy and a favorite of ours, Stephen A. Smith, made some disparaging comments um, and I will just say like, like speaking of baseball, like, and, and not being relevant and all the problems with it, I do feel like that's where he was going with it is that baseball doesn't have like stars like it used to. And probably like when Stephen A was starting out, it's like people like Daryl Strawberry that, that were like interesting. And I think that in relatable and sort of made names for themselves. And even like, as much as I choke on my own words, like a, a Jeter or an A-Rod or. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, Ken Griffey Jr., Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, all the nineties players that were so great. And now we don't really have anybody. We have like Mike Trout. Um, ah, damn it. They're from the same team. I would say Mike yeah. Trout and Shohei Otana. Is that I say his name? Atani? I don't know how to say his name, and he's so goddamn good. He's so good. Yeah. yeah. I hate Angels Stadium. I've been to one Angels game, and it was just suburban moms yelling at their kids. The whole stadium is full of them. It's like one mom for eight kids, and that's all that's in the stadium, and they're all yelling. It's shit-ass stadium. It's a shit-ass place to watch baseball. But I'm going to buy a ticket this year to see Otani hit home runs and pitch because I feel like I – I don't know. It's one of those things where you don't want to miss out – on watching history. Yeah. Like, and it's one of those things that, especially coming from LA, it's like that drive to Anaheim, like sucks balls, like yeah. driving on the five. Like if you're not going to go to Disneyland, like there is no point. Cause I've, I went to like, luckily it was like the far stars first playoff game in years. Like, and I was there and I drove to Anaheim to see it, see us lose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like their stadiums suck. Like Angel Stadium is great when you're going to like a convention at Anaheim, like the Natural yeah. Products Expo, and you're parking there for free, like instead of paying out the ass. Like, like that's great. Or one time I was working like the Sam Adams Beer Fest there, pretty great. Um, but as far as to see baseball, baseball sucks as it is. But yeah, like you, Mike Trout. I know who Mark, Mike Trout is, but that's because I'm like a little bit more in tune with sports, but yeah, considering yeah. he's one of the greatest players too, nobody gives a shit about what to be the Anaheim angels. Like, and that's what I still call them. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the LA angels. Like they like to be they're the LA angels of Anaheim or whatever their official name is. No one yeah. cares. No one in LA cares. Everybody in LA is Dodger fans. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, why bother calling them the LA um, Angels when they're not in LA? It's at no. least an hour drive, and that's with no traffic. And then it's just like, you know, I get no one knows what Anaheim is, but 
you, you left the Ducks that way because of Mighty Ducks. Uh, and that's, why, that's why great. I, the baseball team? I love that the Ducks Even though are like, I hate we that are, team. I like that the Ducks are like, <laughs> we're not an L.A. team at all. We're an Anaheim team. And it's like, you know what? Rep it because no one from L.A. is coming to see you. Same thing with the Angels. No one from L.A. is coming to see you, except for now because of Shohei Otani. And you know what? Stephen A. Smith did make some really fucked up. I can swear on this, right? Oh, yeah. Did oh. you not hear me over yeah. already? Well, what was yeah. it? What was it? Because he was like, uh, he's like, American-born athletes are the only ones who should represent baseball. And then this All-Star game, it was like an Australian one MVP, um, a Dominican one like player of the game, and then Otani was the winning pitcher, and he's from Japan. Well, yeah. And it's like, you know, baseball's always been diverse. Um, so I'm not really sure what, what he was talking about there, where like this is new. Because, yeah, like you say, I mean, the, they go to the Dominican to recruit baseball players because they have such good programs there. Like, um, and we've had a lot of good players from Japan. But yeah, yeah. he was like, um, but when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you, I don't think it helps that our number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter. Or I should be doing my Stephen A. Smith voice, but then I'll be considered racist by some people, I'm sure. But it's like, let, let me try, <coughs> let me try this again. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the baseball park to actually watch you, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter. So you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. How, how'd I do there? That was great. It, it, it was less of it was less of like a like a you being racist for being uh, like pretending that you're an African-American. And just the words you said were completely racist. Oh, yeah. And that's I think, me. I, I was think like, Stephen yeah, I'm a, full on I, Stephen A. Like, I think Stephen A has completely transcended his own race into racism and just went straight American racist. Yeah, like transcending you know. the color and more of him representing us as a nation of racists with saying this. He has really broken ground as as a racist reporter. And I think I think his probably southern viewership has gone up since then. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people in like Arkansas and uh the gross parts of Georgia who are like, you know what? Wasn't a fan of Stephen A. Smith, but now he's saying what I'm thinking. You're like, oh my god. You know, we really are all alike. There's probably thousands of white rednecks who are like, you know what? That black guy's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. I know. And it's just like Stephen A., my birthday buddy, um, and Brick on General Hospital. I, I really do love your portrayal. Even though you've always shit on my cowboys, and oh, you he know hates the cowboys and i know uh, it's hilarious you know who he does love who we talked about earlier is tom uh not tom brady uh aaron Rodgers. oh Stephen yeah even a loves aaron Rodgers. he has made <laughs> countless arguments white and american <laughs> <laughs> aaron Rodgers never need an interpreter just saying but i've watched Stephen a for years be like if aaron Rodgers was going to back in for the New England Patriots wouldn't have lost those two Super Bowls and would have made the other Super Bowls <laughs> from the times the New England. According to Stephen A, if Aaron Rodgers would have played for those Patriots, he would have fifty-five Super Bowl ranks. You know, it, it, 
And it's like, Stephen A, this is why maybe you should take something um, from Otana because he's probably better at math than you. <laughs> probably, yeah. See, sometimes we can bring it all back around and make jokes. <laughs> but it's like, it's so hard to defend Stephen here. I'll just say it's like, dude, no one can defend your comments. But I do feel like some of it was saying like baseball isn't appealing to Americans, which which is what I was saying. So it's not that I don't disagree that baseball has a problem. But like we say, Mike Trout is white. It's just that no one cares about the Angels. No. It has nothing to do with him being Japanese, dude. No, no it's because you play for the second tier team in a large city. <laughs> It's the same thing if if there was a Clippers like uh, Kawhi Leonard plays for the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard is regarded as like the probably the third fourth best basketball player in the league. No one gives a shit. No one cares at all. He's a great player on a shit team. I know, and the Clippers have had so many chances to like. I know this year for teams one. like yeah. like where it's like, and I'm like, I so want to root for the Clippers, even though I love Jeannie Buss and I I love what she's done for the Lakers. It's just hard for me sometimes to cheer for the Lakers, but with the Clippers, it's like, no, nah, I can get behind you guys. And then they just, it's like, you know, I'm sorry. I have to defend my Dallas teams for sucking and always ripping the uh, rug out from under me. the LA teams. I can't do that for you guys. Like, even though you're home, home, there's just some, I mean, you know, there's just something in the blood for the Dallas teams. Yeah. Yeah. You can't root for the Clippers. Sorry, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> A little, it's like, I do like the Sports Illustrated article that was on uh, Stephen A. Smith's apologies and everything, which, bless his heart, it's like, the, I felt the need, uh, I felt that I had to apologize. It's like, dude, like, just anybody vetting this shit? Like, and that's the thing, is like, ESPN released this. Like, people don't understand in the industry, it's very hard to get shit out there that you don't really want out there. So is are they like Wendy Williamsing him and where they're just throwing him under the bus like at this point like where they're like letting, nobody cares yeah they're letting him bury himself so they don't got to pay him all that money yeah I do feel like like that may be where they're going there but I did find talking about uh, sorry hockey again guys star Nikita Kucherov was trolling haters with his shirt um i love athletes and even mayors are getting into the i mean mayor, uh governors are getting into the merch with desantis getting one too but um so kucherov made shirts that say 18 million over the cap because everyone keeps accusing them of having that and why they've won the past few years so in case you guys weren't aware the tampa bay lightning has won the stanley cup the you know florida team florida really you know speaking of ron desantis really swept the sports you know, except MLB, but even the Rays went pretty far. Yeah, uh, yeah, I hate the nickname, but you have to give it where it's due. Champa Bay, baby. <laughs> Champa Bay. Gosh, that Stanley Cup was boring to watch. I know. Like, and, and Montreal's I only win was an overtime. Yeah, and to the point where we were like, they're not going to win. We just like, turned it off but i kept putting it on my phone and where it was like ah because i didn't it was devastating because i love carrie price since the beginning i've always wanted him to succeed i really hate that montreal's just not the dynasty they once were even though you know i'm a stars fan first it they're they've always been a team with him that i could cheer for and even though Corey perry was on there it's like i had to deal with that with my own team and yeah 
but the fact that Corey Perry has gotten to the finals, that's way worse than Tampa Bay winning the last is, is him getting to the finals again and still not winning. I mean, it's good that he didn't win, but it's sad that Carey Price also didn't win. Yeah. But it's like, I just, you know, and for, like, for you guys, Corey Perry was a longtime Anaheim duck and a real douchebag. Like, yeah, he's a real, guy. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, it's just fun that uh, a place where they have no hockey is just so dominant. Oh, I know. Because, but that's Steven Stamkos, man. Like, yeah, he's one of the greatest, and and I'm really happy for him because he's earned this. Fuck Crosby. Like I was happy I the Dave, first time. But, I was happy the yeah. first time he got his ring. The second time, I'm like, yeah. It's the same thing with Ovechkin. I'm like, he got one. <clears throat> you can yeah. just die now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want every great player that I like to get one and then be done. Yeah, but it was like, couldn't we have switched it, though? It's like, Stamkos wins this one, but the Stars won last year. Even yeah. though it would have given Corey Perry another ring, it would have been like, hey, we're, we're relevant. We're still relevant. Like I think that's <laughs> the last time me and you talked was right after yeah. uh, the Stars did lose the Stanley Cup. And oh, I called yeah. you just, to, make sure you, just <laughs> to call and make sure you were still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there, there was a lot of drinking a little bit of crying. <laughs> How many people personally blamed you? I know you've been personally blamed at times for uh, Dallas Star Slash. Oh, yeah. Well, luckily, like, they were in Canada, so none of that's my fault. Like, okay. Like, they were they were in Canada, like, far away from me. So, but, yeah, you are correct. Um, you the, have the been blamed. <laughs> you have been personally blamed for some stuff. The 2011 slash. playoffs that we did not make it to. Sorry, guys. Um <laughs> For the for those two percent of hockey fans out there that give a shit and even know who the Dallas Stars are, that that was my bad. I'm sorry, but you know what? Uh, if you guys are wondering, they are previously the Minnesota North Stars. <laughs> Speaking of, I didn't even put this in here because even I forgot because that's how irrelevant the Minnesota team you have now oh, is. Uh, the you, Wild. You mean, you mean that the Wild had a two zero lead? On the- <laughs> On uh, on Vegas going into Minnesota and still lost the series. I know, and, and I I'm a Knights fan. I do love going to Vegas, and I know you do too. I hate the arena. Like T-Mobile sucks, but I love how like enthusiastic they are. Like okay, about the, the arena like, isn't fun yeah. to watch hockey in, but there's a lot of TVs in there, and the crowd loves it. So oh, the pageantry it, of it, like yeah. if you've seen the full on opening there, like that is like if you're going to medieval times, but you're like, holy shit, I'm at a hockey game. Watching the game from your seats sucks yeah. at uh, at T-Mobile Arena, but being in the stadium and stuff is a blast. It's so fun. The games are exciting. Um, you just have to watch hockey there. That's the only problem is like if they yeah. would have changed how the seats are set up to make it more of a hockey arena, that would be great. But they didn't do that. Yeah, it's really a poor design, but they literally just did everything that's in the Staples Center here, only cheaper and worse seating. Like, because yeah. it's like, okay. Um, and then all the production is almost copied verbatim from the stars, except for the lovely medieval times. Like, the sharks opening is pretty cool. The but, shooting the bow and arrows at the ice and the yeah. ice cracking and the, there yeah. the night, and there's a horse. <laughs> Oh yeah, like they they did some real pageantry. I was impressed. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not about the knights. It's unfortunately about the the wild. Like you know, buying out Suter and Parise. Like I mean, do, 
I, they didn't produce there, but but who does? Um. Nobody. And this is the thing with Minnesota sports, and I've talked about it on your other podcasts. I've talked about mm-hmm. it with everybody I know to nauseam. Minnesota as a city loves hometown pride because mm-hmm. nobody's from there. We love Josh Hartnett. We think he deserves mm-hmm. 11 more Oscars that, you know, for 40 days and 40 nights. And uh, but what about the better Josh? Isn't Josh Dumel from there? Josh um, Dumel is from North Dakota. Yeah, but doesn't yeah. he's a Vikings fan? I he's guess. A Vi- yeah, he's a Minnesota yeah. sports fan. He, I yeah. don't know why. If you're from North Dakota, you get to pick and pick someone. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I guess it's good yeah. for me, Josh. Yeah. Like, so, you so like because, the not so great. Yeah. <laughs> so because Suter and Parisi's dads are from there, they got yeah. hundred million dollar ten year contracts each, which fucked the team for ten years because that's our whole budget for two guys that were good for three seasons five years ago. Now we got to let that ride out for two more years. Yeah. You know, cause I remember like being pissed when Parise left the devils. Cause I was a, like, uh, after the stars, I'd go for the devils because a lot of the stars players would wind up there. Like, like new and Dyke and, uh, the, the original Jamie Langenbrenner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cause let's face it. We've lost all the listeners at this point. We'll just talk old school hockey and how much it matters. But yeah, Parise, I was just like fucking traitor. And then he was dead to me. And then apparently he was just dead to hockey. Yep. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, you know, oh, I want to go home to Minnesota. Like, yeah. He no. stopped being good after, uh, and I'm sorry for breaking this up, but after yeah. JP died, after JP Parisi died, he was like, well, my dad's dead. So I don't have to play hockey anymore. Good. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you don't have to impress your dad anymore, you just fade away like in the hockey world. Um, That's why I stopped playing hockey when I was five, when my parents (laughs) got divorced and I stopped seeing my dad. I was like, oh, I'm going to be good at hockey anymore. Cool. Yeah. You know, comedy, I also thought was a more lucrative career than hockey or at least being (laughs) a hockey wife. Uh, (laughs) So far, uh, not so far. It (laughs) It hasn't worked out how you thought it was going to. No, uh, who knew? But, you know, one day oh, we still have hope. I mean, this is a positive psychology podcast. You know what? You could go back to being, uh, as they call it, a puck slut anytime you want. <laughs> it's true. You know, it, it, it is always out there. It is. Uh, <laughs> hockey players are dirtbags and you're a great gal. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, they're, they quietly, as Adam Carroll always puts it, get the most pussy because people forget, like a lot of people see hockey and they're like, oh, just a bunch of toothless Russians. Oh, no, sir. They they are beautiful people or there's quite a few. I mean, you know, y- you think about s- some real major hotties uh, like that Yamir Yager. I mean, that hair. Oh. I have a Yamir Yager rookie card. And uh, mm-hmm. you know what? Just wanted to brag about that. Also, yeah. I have a cousin who fucked Nino Niederreiter <laughs> for like wow. half a season. She was uh, she was in his roster. And my uncle, her dad, who I watch hockey with, who I would go over there. He's kind of like a dad to me for a little while. Um, I'd go over there and watch sports. He couldn't have been prouder. Yeah, you know, he was like, you know what? He's like, my daughter's young. She's a good looking girl. He's like, he got me a jersey. I can't be mad. I know my dad was very proud of me, even when I cost us the playoffs. Um, (laughs) You know what? Sometimes a dad just has to be proud that uh, daughters are going to hook up. Quit acting like they're not. So uh, it's cool that they're hooking up with some of your favorite athletes and can get you a jersey. And to be fair, my dad was a strip club DJ, so yeah. the standards were not very high. Yeah, he was like, just—he's <laughs> like, "What pro? Not even, not even D League." 
<laughs> My baby girl's making something of herself. Yep. Oh, oh, dads. My, <laughs> my uncle would say, uh, he would always call it dating or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yep. He would always go, ah, she's dating him or whatever. You know, young kids. <laughs> you know, young kids. He's like, <laughs> he's like, That's way, trying not to slut shame his daughter, but yeah. like being real proud. He'd go, he'd go, come on, man. Look at Nino. He had, he's had four goals in the last five games. He's a stud. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's not gonna put her on his Instagram, but she hangs out with him. <laughs> I know, and I'm like thinking, I'm imagining my dad, and it's like, what was probably a more proud moment? Um, that or whenever I took him to the Thanksgiving game of the Cowboys, I think it'd be like a pretty even tie. Like, yeah, like, <clears throat> it's, it's as a dad, all you can hope for. <laughs> Is to go to the Thanksgiving game for the Cowboys now? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. But um, in conclusion with this hockey talk, as we've lost uh, most All of everyone. the listenership, like, I'm sure. But um, Corolla was putting it, like, suck it, Canada? Like, I mean, it, wasn't it the COVID battle? Like, to see Canada, who's still on lockdown, like, they're yeah. re-locked down, it's lose to Florida again. Like yeah, this really isn't good for the optics. Let, let's face it. Um, Florida won. I mean, most I'm sure none of the players on the Tampa Bay Lightning are from Florida. You occasionally see people from Dallas because you know they they put a lot into the North Texas hockey. Yeah, but yeah, like hockey really only comes from a few places in America, but mostly Canada and Russia. But it is it is true. Interesting irony that that maybe Florida was right. You know, they, they've really done well in sports. And what else really matters? Because it's certainly not baseball. <laughs> no, no, you guys. Baseball doesn't matter. Ask Stephen A. Smith. There's uh, too many foreigners playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like even in bath, like football might be the only sport where it is majority American at this point. Because yeah. basketball has like, but they're pretty half and half. I mean, you look at the Greek freak. I mean, yeah. Yada. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No English. And Stephen A. Smith has never brought up how hard he is to listen mm-hmm. to in a press conference. And I've listened to many press conferences from him. They are annoying. And this is very <laughs> insensitive, what I just said. I'm sorry, listening public. But I, you know, he doesn't use a translator. He kind of should. But I get it. He's trying to learn English. He's really pushing himself. And that's great. But his words yeah, get all jumbled. Trying. He's all jumbled, and I also don't care what uh, players who speak full-blown English say in a press conference because they're not speaking for themselves. Their sponsors are told telling them what to say. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing is, like, as much as I love sports, the more and more it's been politicized, the it was the great escape into a true meritocracy. Like the best man really did win except in baseball, as we discussed, because they stack the teams without the salary cap again, why it sucks and why no one cares anymore. But also there's the fact that people aren't even allowed to speak up. You look at the Houston Rockets general manager. I mean, he was pretty well chastised for speaking out against China. And I mean, since no one's listening anymore, I mean, what they were doing in Hong Kong and still doing, I mean, since it was obviously a Wuhan lab leak, I mean, even Jon Stewart is like, it was science that did this, guys. Like, get yeah. over it. Like, um, but also, no one's allowed to say these things because it's like the was, sponsors. The rocket guy was speaking out against slave labor. He exactly. I mean, which, they are you know beating what? these people just for being from Hong Kong. Like, I think we can all agree. Yeah. 
slave labor and beating people who work for you kind of a bad thing like we mentioned trevor bauer not allowed to do it um and then lebron james came out and because space jam is not Uh, going to do great here but in china it'll make hundreds of millions of dollars he was like "Eh, china ain't all that bad and it's like you don't you do not believe that you can't wear you know i can't breathe t-shirts in america and talk out against like the problems we have here and then go back a country that's doing it if it's not for hundreds of millions of dollars put in your pocket to do it yeah it was ricky gervais that was like yeah it doesn't like all of you love to speak out because you can here but you would work for isis network i mean if they paid you enough and that's essentially what they're doing now i mean like for all this crap the nfl is getting and the owners colluding again since that's their new word about you know getting out of st louis it's like st louis has the highest crime rate they're up there with brazil and colombia yeah. like in this country so yeah fuck they wanted to move to la which ain't great but it's a hell of a lot better to there i mean in lebron i always respected what he gave back to his community in cleveland but yeah he went to la and he wants to get a paycheck just so I, he I wish more people had integrity yeah. i mean mark cuban's basically been shamed into shutting up like and that's what sucks is like these people who have money they don't want to lose it and i don't blame mm-hmm. them but it's like to like just maybe stop talking because they're threatening you is one thing, but to speak out on behalf of them, like LeBron and other people have been doing, it's like, guys, like, no, like, yeah, LeBron uh, speaking out in, in lieu of China is like basically backpedaling everything he's done great in America. It's like, remember all the things we like you for here? That one tweet where you're like, China isn't that bad. It's like, mm, do we really believe now you're doing great things here? Or are you also getting paid to do the cool things? Yeah, you know, it, it's unfortunate. But but also, if bad. anybody wants to pay me to say anything pro or for anything, that kind of money that LeBron's getting paid, I will. Yeah. I will speak a- out against electric cars. <laughs> I will speak out for fracking. I know, I don't know quite what fracking is, and I know, but I know it's bad. But if you're a fracking company, you're like, we need Josh Florog. To say In fracking. reality, fracking's not that bad. Like, it's, fracking's bad it's it's got a bit it's got a bad rep, but it is it is often necessary. Like yeah. I don't know like th- tons about it, but I do know that that it gets a bad rap. But it's it's sort of like uh, meat in this yeah. day. Oh, you don't want to eat meat, even though meat's actually good for you. Um, like all these fake meats, like I, I feel like we're getting towards like soylent green territory, but we're I don't want to get too much into my paranoia, but <laughs> We're on our way to eating people, but it's coming around. Yeah. You know, um, Army Hammer, I guess, is ahead of the curve on that. Well, you know what? This is all coming back full circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, hold on. Here's the perfect endpoint. Army Hammer is at the forefront of this cannibalist movement that we're headed towards. But yeah, I, I feel like, like we've talked about everything. Um, we have. Yeah. You guys, sports. Sports. so um since we can't fix the world in sports but we can certainly talk about it on a podcast and and give our real thoughts since we don't really have careers uh to ruin but we do have social media accounts so if you've listened this far uh like that one hockey fan where can they find you josh uh you can find me on everything at josh f comedy so all your social media platforms um my climbing trees and nudity will be on OnlyFans one day you know just keep watching out for it uh and then josh f comedy.com i have some dates i will be recording 
for Laugh After Dark on Amazon Prime Season 3, August 7th in Las Vegas. So come check it out. Or uh, when Season 3 of Laugh After Dark comes out, when you have Amazon Prime, I'll be on it. Cool. And since I'm Lucretia Line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Catch me outside. How about that? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.